Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, before I begin the episode, I want to let you know that today, Thanksgiving Day, November 24th, enrollment opens for my monthly coaching program, Reimagine Motherhood. If you are looking for a mentor, if you're looking for a coach to help you not only with the practical issues of marriage, motherhood, home management, prayer life, and self-care, but also the mindset the coaching, which gives you what you need in order to apply all of the practical tools, you've got to come join us. You can go to janetquinlan.com forward slash membership. Join for a month. See if you like it. I guarantee you're going to like it. You can cancel anytime. janetquinlan.com forward slash membership. Enrollment for this time closes November 30th. All right, here we go with the episode. Hi, and welcome to episode number 150, Being Thankful for the Unexpected. If you're listening to this real time, you know it's Thanksgiving Day. And if you are not from the United States, on Thanksgiving Day, we just thank God for our country, um, for our founding. We consider all the gifts that God has given us, and we just spend a day trying, mostly eating, but trying also to really be conscious of our gifts that we have been given and thankful for them. And this past weekend, my youngest was married and it was an out-of-town wedding, so we had eight hours in the car going up and coming back. And I really had an opportunity to reflect on my youngest getting married and where we are as a family. And in Preparing for the podcast, I also thought about what am I really grateful for and what can I say that will help others consider what they're grateful for. Now, I could go through the long laundry list of things, you know, that I'm grateful for, the usuals, but actually, the more I prayed about it, the more I realized that the things I am most grateful for are the gifts of the unexpected. And so this podcast is being thankful for the unexpected. And hopefully it will encourage you to look at unexpected things in your life and see how you can be grateful for them. So the first one is not getting pregnant right away. Now, I know that there are many women who struggle with infertility and years and years of not getting pregnant right away. I thought that we would get married and I would get pregnant right away. And it was two years later, which is nothing. It's a blip in the timeline for those who struggle. I understand that and I want to be sensitive to that. For me, though, it was the realization that I am not in control. And at first, I was really angry with God. But then I realized that God's timing in all things... And his will for me are truly, truly better for me than when I try to control or argue with him. 
And I think I learned to appreciate my children more when they were on God's time rather than mine. The second unexpected thing in my life that I'm grateful for is my husband Michael walking away from an extremely lucrative career. He worked for the fancy law firm and we were having our children and he was gone all the time. It got to a point where my daughter asked at one point when he was moving to a new job, does daddy have a bed at the new job like he had at the old one? He even had a boss that told him, if your wife is not on board with this work schedule, then you need to find a new wife. His career, even though he was one of the golden boys in the firm and he was really moving up quickly, was killing his soul and destroying the marriage and family life we both had as our goal. And so we gave up the beautiful vacations, the cars, and financial security because our bigger goal was a marriage and family life that was happy and loving and long-lasting. And for us, I'm not saying it's for everyone, but he needed to walk away from that path in his career. I'm grateful for marriage problems. What? <laughs> yes, I am grateful for our marriage problems because they tested our commitment to achieving that ultimate goal together, that large and happy and faith-filled family. Were we going to give in to maybe an immediate relief of separating or divorce or just living together and not being happy? No. We decided not to give in to that immediate relief, which actually statistics point that divorced people are not really happier when they divorce. But anyway, we did not give in to that. So what did we have to do in order to live a happy life? We had to learn to grow in selflessness and generosity and empathy and understanding for each other. We had to grow in giving up our will, our individual will, for our collective will for our family. So I am grateful for marriage problems because otherwise I would not have grown in all of those skills. I'm grateful for Michael's cancer, which is now 17 years ago. We both learned to trust God. He was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. We knew that this was a probability. His dad died in his early 50s, um, and many of his aunts and uncles died. It was genetic cancer. And so he started all of the testing that he needed to get done. It's, it's uh, colon cancer. So he started all of that in his late 20s, and we thought we were on top of it, and we thought we would catch it, and we didn't because we had a doctor who was not on top of all the recent developments on how often to get colonoscopies for those who have genetic colon cancer. So we were angry in the beginning, and then we realized this is God's way of teaching us to trust him. So we learned to trust God. We learned to choose to be positive rather than give in to fear. We saw clearly how our united front was critical to the tone of the home and to our children's mental state. And I would say that that is 100% true, whether you have cancer or not, 
Your united front is critical in setting the tone for the home and for the children's mental state. And we look to each other with a new appreciation, with more empathy and curiosity about why the other responded the way they did, rather than holding tight to the stories and beliefs that we had about each other, which often were not even true. I'm also grateful for the unexpected. (laughs) This may seem like a surprise, but my children had different personalities than I did. (laughs) And each of our seven children have seven distinct different personalities. And within those different personalities, there's a complexity of strengths and weaknesses, challenges. I have a strong personality now, but as a child, I did not. So I never expected that our children, all of them, would have strong-willed personalities. And yet they did and they do. So I had to learn to be patient and curious about what they did and how best I could help them become all that God created them to be. As a mother, I learned to be tender, patient, generous, orderly, and I learned that I was stronger than I ever thought possible. All those gifts were worth far more than any paycheck I could have ever received. Finally, I am so grateful for the unexpected gift of my faith. Now, I grew up in a faith-filled family. We went to church on Sunday. We said prayers, but I wasn't really in relationship with God. I didn't really learn about my faith until a retreat I went on many years. Let's see, how many years ago was it? 32 years ago. And I was exposed to the teachings of St. Jose Maria Escrivá, and I learned that I had a vocation, I had a calling, that I wasn't just at the right place at the right time to be the mom of these children, but actually that God placed me here with this husband and these children, and that he was depending on me to bring them to him. And when I learned that, suddenly everything about my life had meaning. Before that, I just got up, went through the day, managed the children, managed the house, went to bed, started all over again. I was happy enough, but I didn't have joy because I did not understand that all those things I was doing, if I did them as a prayer to God, if I did them with the knowledge that they were enhancing the kingdom of God, If I did all those things, understanding that they would help my children grow in faith and love, then I would have been joyful. And it wasn't until that retreat where I realized everything I do in my day can be a gift to God. And suddenly, everything in my day had meaning. I also learned to trust God. And truth be told, it's an ongoing lesson. Just when I think I trust him, he gives me a new situation where I have to learn to trust all over again. That's the way of humanity. It has become easier to trust him again, much easier than when I first got married and I wasn't having children. 
it's much easier now because I have evidence that when I trust him, I'm happy and that it's always the right thing for me. We had our first six babies. So after two years of infertility, I had a couple of miscarriages. We had our first six babies in the next eight and a half years. And then five years after number six was born, we were pregnant again. All my babies were C-sections and I had some complications. So my doctor strongly urged me not to get pregnant again. And here we were pregnant with number seven. I was 38. I was afraid I would die. I spent those first couple of months praying to God, give me courage and peace. Give me courage and peace. And he did. And we ended up taking Matthew a month early at eight pounds, 11 ounces. A month early. He was a giant. (laughs) And he has been a special delight to each of my children and to Michael and me. That unexpected gift I'm so grateful for. The only free gift that we can give God is our will. And when I gave him my will with baby number seven and let go of my fear, I did find peace and joy, even in the face of uncertainty. But trusting him with my will brought me peace. My faith has guided me through the hard times in my life and increased the joy in the happy times. And the last thing I'm grateful for is really my most recent gift in the last few years now, is the gift of understanding that my thoughts create my feelings, they inform my actions, and they create my results. This is that coaching model that I speak of so often. I wish I had known this when I first got married, so that when my husband did something that I didn't like, I didn't make it mean he doesn't love me, doesn't respect me, he's not being a good dad, he's, you know, all those thoughts that came to me. I wish I had known all of this back then so that I could step back and say, wait a minute, why is he doing what he's doing? And really be curious about who he is, why he does what he does, and see that what I think about it can change. Just because I'm offered a thought in my brain doesn't mean it's true and it doesn't mean I have to hold on to it. So sometimes, very rarely, I still get angry. But then I'm quickly able to get over the anger because I can coach myself out of it. I am so grateful to understand that I can change my thoughts and create the life that I really want. So those are the unexpected things in my life that I am so grateful for. I hope that on this Thanksgiving day, even if you're not in the United States, this gives you an opportunity to think about what am I grateful for? I encourage you to take out a piece of paper. We call it a thought download. Write down all the things that you're grateful for. I think that we don't think about what we're grateful for enough. Our brains, which always wants to offer the negative, will always tell us what's going wrong, why we're unhappy, how somebody else has it better. And I'm sure if you're on social media, then in these few days, you're going to see how everybody has the perfect Thanksgiving. And you're going to say, yeah, but I don't because we have all these problems. We have all these issues. First of all, everybody has problems. Everybody has issues. 
How do you want to think about them? Are they opportunities for growth? Or are they opportunities to just put another chain on your life and on your heart? I hope that you will see that you have way more to be grateful for and thankful for than you have to suffer with. I wish everyone a happy, happy Thanksgiving. I have to tell you, I'm so grateful for you who come and listen to this podcast. I especially am grateful for those who share it with friends and family. And I'm grateful for those people who have taken the time, and I would encourage you, as you're sitting around waiting for the turkey to digest, or maybe the pecan pie to digest, just pull out your phone, take the time, just 10 seconds, and write a review. This is how we're going to change the world by creating strong, happy families. And that happens by creating strong and happy women in their marriage and in their motherhood. Again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at janet at com.